That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff. And we're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And this is the 24 side. And we got two special guests sitting across from me is Mike Gardner. He's on the 24 side. And at the very end of the bar, we've got Little Chief. And what county are you in? 24. We're out. But he was the good side. He's a, he's so a, it is actually, yeah. He's migrated. Transplanted. So we're yeah. here at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana. And it is New Year's Day night. So right. here we are. End of the year. Beginning of the new year. We've got a bourbon in front of us, as we normally do, or an alcohol of some sort. So we have a, one of our loyal listeners, Carrie Taylor. So this is how this all works out. We advertise for the Batesville Liquor Co., Carrick hears that. He wants to send us a gift. He reaches out to Batesville Liquor Co. via Facebook. He lives up towards Cleveland, so there's a special bourbon he wanted to send down here for us, or whiskey. Awesome. He contacted Mike and Terry, and they were able to get it. Drop it off. It is the Cleveland Underground Bourbon Whiskey finished with black cherry wood. So this is very similar to what uh, Jeff and Robin and Mary and I did with Brain Brew Whiskey. Man, that's been almost a year ago, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, so they finish, they take product that's that's been aged and then finish it with different woods. This particular one is a black cherry wood. So we're going to pour this and uh, see what it tastes like. So we've got a drink poured. Let's. It's got, it really has a almost cherry finish to the color. Uh, what's the proof on this? Oh, let me look here. You would ask something I didn't know off the top of my head. 94 proof. 94. Burns up the nose, Dwayne. Well, that's got well, some good, good flavor to it. Yeah, it does. We're not it's supposed to drink it. <laughs> little Chief's a little uh, so we have a, a novice at the We this. have a novice at the end of the bar. He was trying to drink it through his So nose. there's a couple we things have. here. So you want to sniff it? <laughs> yep. Each nostril, right? Yeah, you've Gently. been listening. Yeah. Gently. So the first, the first sip is just don't use that as your taster. It's good. It's yeah. got some good flavor. Yeah. Push that I like around. that. I could, next one I could drink that for the evening. That is good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what is that called again? Just one more it's time. It's Cleveland Underground. Oh, it is good. And it's a, the bourbon whiskey finished with black cherry wood. So it's a sor- uh, sourced whiskey, and then they they do the finishing with wood. That's pretty so good. That's pretty cool. There's a place close to here uh, over on the other side of Cincinnati called Brain Brew Whiskey. That's where we got the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Uh, they had bourbon that was sourced from ngp and then we were able to flavor it with woods however we wanted so they had some already pre-flavored with those woods and they added different percentages and right. mixed it all up and bottled it right there in front that's of us that's really good it's it is it is oh hot. it's the finish is a little warm yeah there's some there's a little thing compared to, to i mean we've been drinking some so 120 <laughs> proof that doesn't right. finish like this does. Yeah, yeah, it stays with you, but it's got a great 
it's it's got a really good tongue on it. It's sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It is a nice color too. It is. It is. Well, cheers, Carrie. Carrie, right. thank you, you very much. So, wow, thank you. Thank you. I had reached out to Carrie, which going to try to get him on the show, but he works evenings. So we'll work that out somehow. Maybe we'll go to Cleveland one day. You never know. You never know. We could go watch the Bengals Rock and roll beat the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay at the hotel. Very good. That's good. That's very good stuff. Thank you, Carrie. We appreciate it. And we appreciate all the the work you did to get it here. Absolutely. Thank you very much. So, Little <laughs> Chief, you're now not number two, one or two. You're two or three. Carrie's number one now, buddy. That, yeah. That's that's all right. I, I can buy my way back. <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, don't forget. Uh, you know, he's, <laughs> look, he came, he came, he came gifts. bearing gifts too. He so brought his own saddle. Mm. Brought his saddle to the bar. <laughs> Giddy up. There's so, some unspoken joke we can can't talk about on the air. <laughs> we'll have to get a photo of that on our Facebook though. That is that is fitting. That's cute, cute, cute. <laughs> Tony, you don't know what you're missing, buddy. <laughs> So this is our year in review, and uh, we had asked uh, Little Chief to be on, as well as Mike Gardner and Tony. Unfortunately, Tony's family has a little COVID going on right uh, now, so that didn't work out. We'll get him on here at a later date, but, uh, you know, SJ's been sending stuff every week for the radio station for the yes. football picks, so it's going to be interesting to hear everything after tomorrow, because he sends them usually on Mondays, so... Right be interesting to see if he does anything with the college stuff since uc unfortunately did not uh move forward but you know what they're playing they're gonna uh, they played decent to me they're playing the number one team in the country i could be wrong georgia could come in and say differently but they they held their own for about two and a half quarters and then it got kind of out of hand. Yeah, they they were still in the game there in the third quarter, but then they just I think they wore out. I mean Alabama's depth. Oh yeah, absolutely. they got two three players for every position, and you see their yeah. their starters are their starters, but their backup guys are okay, but they're not championship. I think they had a good season. I, yeah, it's oh, definitely oh, something absolutely. to build and work on. Two undefeated seasons. I mean, yeah. there's not well, much more that, you can right? say about that. No. no other team in the country. Right. That's two really. undefeated seasons. So. Be interested to see Put Cincinnati back on the map now. So. What some of the seniors were, you know, if they continue mm-hmm. in football, or I know, I think Jeff and Dwayne were telling me the quarterback is projected to go in the first round. Yeah. Oh, okay. So wow. And I, I didn't realize I don't follow college football or even regular football yeah. too much, but. Um, I pay enough attention. I paid more attention this year because UC was. Doing I do so want to hear SJ's pick for the Super Bowl, though. For the end. Well, unfortunately, it won't be Seattle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Poor kid. He's it's, he's going to be looking for. Crush, a, you know? He's yeah. He's going to be looking for a new quarterback for Seattle. Mike, you haven't met that kid, have you? <laughs> I have. I have oh, you have. Okay. At breakfast. Right. At breakfast. Oh, breakfast. Yeah. 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 Old man's breakfast. Yeah, I know Joe's met him a couple times. He's, he's just at breakfast. Just yeah, he's a cool kid. Man, sit and listen to him talk. I'll tell you what, it's pretty impressive. So they put that saddle that Little Chief brought on Robin's dog. <laughs> About the right size. All we need is a cat, cat and we'd have a right. store. We'd have a movie here. <laughs> or a monkey. <laughs> that's hilarious, oh, that's funny. Man. I got a bourbon question for everybody, but this is not a bourbon question. This is an alcohol question. Look around you and take a guess without doing any counting how many bottles of alcohol are on his shelf here in the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Not including the minis. Not including minis. Not including minis. 74. I hear people. Okay. 80. 
80, Mike, quit counting. You're, you're counting, quit counting. Uh, I will say 75. Ruben? I'm going to say 106. Little Chief. 112. Little Chief is the closest. It was 115 before oh. anybody brought anything in tonight. I think everybody brought a little something, so it's 117 or so. So I just real quick did bit. <laughs> yeah, the add up yeah. over there on the mixing shelf, actually. There's a bunch up there, so there's a lot of partially dead soldiers over there that need to be yeah. killed off. Yeah, yeah, but there's uh, there's replacements for most of those here, so that's yeah, a lot, you, there's a lot of alcohol. You know, talking about the ones under the bar. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we got cases. Of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there's two cases of wilderness trail rum here, which we got over there someplace. So we got kind of we got it kind of broke up. We got we. We got mainly bourbons here. Then we got some Canadian got stuff. Some got some wine in this one shelf, and there's some tequila and some vodka and some gin. If you ever come here, uh, we got plenty for you to drink. But we'll take whatever bottle you bring too. You know, it just makes us makes our. We have a wide variety. There's very few doubles here. Right. There is. So it's it's great. Yeah, that's the that's a pretty cool thing. There is pretty much you could sample every but brand you, that's out there right but now. But you can guarantee there's one thing. There's one bottle that's not here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll leave that one in there. <laughs> oh, it's all good. So it's it's gonna talk about the uh, the past year, and it's amazing. Uh, I lost the stuff, but how many? Po- I didn't realize how many podcasts we had done this past year. So our first podcast of the year was, of course, January third. It was right after the new year. Yeah, it was right after the new year. It was our review of last year, which could sound a lot like this year. We were really glad to get out of twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, we thought so it was. Now we're really glad to get out of twenty twenty one. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be totally different. Like Rents repeat, right? Yeah. 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 And actually, we went from that to the pandemic part two. Never yeah. thinking a year later, we'd still be we'd be still having pandemic a freaking pandemic. So, um, I mean, we've had a lot of great guests, at great uh, spots that we've done on location. It's yeah, just been a great year. Done some traveling. It's been great. So we went down to the uh, Bardstown area. Went to uh, Logstill Distillery. Uh, interviewed the dance there. Uh, a little news, uh, the folks that went, that Ruben couldn't make it on that one, but there was an ongoing lawsuit between uh, Logsdale Distillery and Heaven Hill at the time, and it just got settled. So, J.W. Dant, there is still a J.W. Dant brand of whiskey, which Heaven Hill owns the rights to. So, okay. I didn't realize it, but you've got it at Tebby Liquor. I do. I almost bought a bottle. I should have bought one and brought here. As a lot of things happen in life, when it got to, there were like five Dant brothers and they were ready to sell out. They sold out to somebody else who eventually sold it to Heaven Hill. Amazingly, it is Heaven Hill's least selling bourbon, period. They only, it's like the lowest of the low end. Here comes Wally Dant and the Dant family, and they want to revive the Dant family name. So they know they can't use Dant Distillery, so they open a Logstill Distillery. None of the bourbons are named Dant bourbons. But what they are building on is the J.W. Dant name, which was Wally's great-great-great-grandfather. Uh, so you would think this is a no-brainer, that they would, wouldn't be an issue, but it is because Heaven Hill has the right to the J.W. Dant name. Oh, wow. So uh, the courts decided, I think, just last week, the deal is uh, Logstill cannot use J.W. Dant, that phrasing. They can use Joseph Washington Dant, nor can they use the J.W. Dant Distillery 
branding, which was stamped on all of the barrels that wow. are being aged right now. So they got to remove that. So from what I can understand, there wasn't a monetary deal, but you know, you can't walk in. You're going to see a picture probably of JW, but it's going to say Joseph Washington Dan. Oh. So can anybody, so those of have been to limestone branch distillery, when they do the Yellowstone thing, what's the big spiel there? Do you remember? They talk about J.W. Dan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yep. do. Yep. So, so they what do. do you think that is? They can do it, but Log still can't. They're, they're owned, owned by, by the same by other company. They're owned by Heaven Hill. Yeah. Correct. Or a subsidiary. A subsidiary. Yeah, yeah, so the deal is... The DBA or something. Heaven Hill owns the rights to Yellowstone. So Limestone Branch cut a deal to market the Yellowstone. What okay. Limestone right. Branch does, they they're big, they distill gin. I mean, that's what they distill at Limestone Branch is gin. Is what it is. Well, so and if you, can, if you can make a monetary sale by letting someone else progress your name and... Yeah, uh, yeah. McDonald's so Yellowstone day. Bourbon wouldn't have the push it had if, if the Bean Brothers wouldn't have come in and started Limestone. Right. right. So it is what it is. I wonder if there was a monetary uh, offering made by uh, Heaven Hill to to the dance that if you wanted to use it for x or if they just said no from what i understand they just they wanted to, they wanted money for the fact that they were using jw dance already with. yeah okay so another uh alcohol in indiana related news sazerac is opening a 200 acre facility in charleston indiana which is clark county oh wow so indiana's becoming big in bourbons well, it's right across the main street city of it, so, yeah. So we're, we're headed to French Lick in a couple weeks to interview Alan Bishop, who's the head distiller for the Spirits of French Lick. So there will be another road trip. And then later in the year, we're going to... Oh, Wilderness Trail. Wilderness Trail. Wilderness Trail. Danville. <laughs> Danville, Kentucky. Yeah, they're going to Danville to inter- uh, interview P- Dr. Patrick Heist from yeah, Wilderness great. Trail. That'll yeah. be cool. That will be cool. So, and then we'll try to find something else to line up that same weekend, but it'll be a good time, so... So where else did we go on, out to interview folks at? Did the Lawrenceburg Speedway? Lawrenceburg, Lawrenceburg Speedway, Speedway, that was a great great time. time. That, that was, was a fun time. night. Well, recently was at the Batesville Liquor. Batesville Liquor. Yeah. That was right. the most yeah. uh, current on the brain. So, Little Chief, you're sitting down there. And for Little Chief, you know, he does breakfast with the guys every Saturday morning, Old Man's Breakfast. And he talks all the time. I haven't heard, heard hardly anything tonight. Well, you've already forgot some things tonight, you know, Wilderness Trail. That's <clears throat> I think you're forgetting reality. That's just yeah, that could is. be. That could be. I might not talk nearly as much as what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the barrel. Yeah. So tell us what's a couple of your favorite episodes this year been. Uh, I enjoyed the Speedway. Uh, that, that was a pretty good one. Um, actually, I enjoy all the episodes. And by saying that, like um, – the barrel tasting at uh, Batesville Liquor Co. Not my cup of tea, but somehow it's got a twist on it that keeps my interest all the way through. There's always something added to it. It was like when Bur- Ruben was dumping his bourbon. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Well, and spilling yeah. his water on the keyboard. Spilling on his water, yeah. Yeah. So when you say it's not your cup of tea, bourbon's not your cup of tea. Uh, no. I You know, I come from shooting whiskey and drinking it to, to drink it. <laughs> And <laughs> there was no smelling of there's it. A, there's a purpose to your drinking. Uh, yeah. It isn't uh, there about. Definitely used to be a purpose. Finger yeah. in the hole and just pass it around. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're more a beer guy. I'm, I'm a beer guy. I do like uh, some Crown Royal. 
um, a little bit of whiskey here and there, but mostly beer. Okay, cool. Or the Crown Royal premix. That's that's new. So, Joe, you're you've been one or two from the beginning uh, listener, right? I mean, you started right from the first it, week. You know, in my mind, I'm number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot I mean, he's about got the, that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He has the foam number one finger to prove it, too. He's brought the old man back. And in my contacts, <clears throat> Tony is Tony fan number two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my game, my rules, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey, Tony, that saddle's on you. I don't know if you know. <laughs> It's a good thing this is an alive. He'd be on the vehicle coming over, <laughs> standing at the door yelling into us. Anything else spurs your mind as top topics we talked about, Joe? I know you and I talk a lot of sidebar conversations, but uh, a lot of I mean, a lot of the topics that you guys has covered comes to mind. Um, you know, the, the the COVID pandemic and the way things have been handled. You guys have talked about that, and it hits home because. I mean, I've known a lot of people who've had COVID. Um, I've known people who have had deaths over COVID, and still yet, I think that it's a real disease. But I think that it's manipulated by media a lot. Yeah, and that's yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, I think we all agree. Here. Yeah, and that's that's another episode I really enjoyed was your guys' coverage of the media. Good. Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah, and unfortunately, that hasn't really changed. It's not nope. going to. I, I don't think it will ever change. No. So there is a movie on Netflix right now called Don't Look Up. Oh, I'm waiting. I've been wanting to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. So it is put together by Meryl Streep and a whole bunch of actors who have that same political view, and it was supposed to be a poke at the Trump administration and the way the Republicans handle things. And not to give the premises away, but there's an asteroid meteor headed towards Earth. So the comparison was supposed to be the COVID pandemic and how okay. it's being held, how it was handled versus this meteoroid. They're now in right? Yeah. Well, what ended up happening is they made themselves look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um, one of the guys they have playing as top scientist, I'm telling you, and Carrick's going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you'd think it was Joe Biden. I mean, just no kid. Yeah, and and that was that was supposed to be the Republican side in their view because they were the power. Because sure. I watched about half of it, I'm like getting confused. So then I get online and look, and yeah, it was supposed to be a jab. The controlling uh, demographic party was supposed to be towards the, the conservative the, side group conservative and side. Work out that way. And and it wow. was that they were so blindsided and they were wrong and that this other side was blindsided the other way and they were wrong it, and it just ended up not get it ended up dividing people even more and that's what the all, all the reviews are saying it's it was pretty when you see the scientist I mean his first couple sentences you're like I think it's the president of the United States. <laughs> Hate to be that way. I've heard but about it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. I mean, it, it's uh, there are some. It's watchworthy then. No? Yeah, it is. It okay. is because there there are truths to what they're the point they're making. Okay. Um, it just kind of backfired in what they they were trying to make a, a point that you know one side was wrong, the other side was right, and right. it doesn't really make that point. So, yeah. All right, enough political enough talk. Yeah, we're gonna have fun tonight. So well, I had time to to watch something, so that's, that popped up. I didn't realize that's what it was going to be when I watched it. I thought it was a sci-fi thing, you know. Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? 
Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG-free and most flavors are gluten-free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket. Not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old-fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio, at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. There are times in your life when you just need to relax. The best place to do it in Brookville, Indiana is Tranquility Massage by Shelly. Located at 440 Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Let her take all your troubles away. Shelly is a licensed massage therapist. Check out her specials leading up into Christmas gift certificates. Buy two, get one free. That's right. Tranquility Massage by Shelly at 440 Main Street. Or you can call her at 765 705-309-1478. Tranquility Massage by Shelly. So, Mike, how about you? Any favorite episodes? Yeah, we're going to pass that sucker around. Thanks, Mike. No problem. Thanks, Mike. I figured it might as well be there anyhow. You know it's going to end up there anyway. Welcome to the saddle. We're going to strap that to this Mike Mike Boom. Uh, Well, I I did like the uh, COVID episode. I mean, I thought that was a good episode. Um, I like the... I like the Speedway one too. Um, well, I like Oak Island ones too. So yeah, we all like Oak Island. I like, I like Maddie. So yeah, they know how to put a guy on the spot, don't they, Mike? They do. They do. Yeah. No preparation. <laughs> no prep. No. no prep. We'll come back to you. <laughs> well, now that you've had time to think about yeah. it, throw throw that saddle down, would you? Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Haven't we had some more uh, oh, yeah. on location stuff? Our location. Well, we did, well, we did some We traveling. did the pie auction. A pie auction, pie yeah. Auction. We did the pie yeah, auction, yeah. 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 You guys did. Yeah. Well, that was, that was good, good, too. Yeah. That was good. We got some pie out of the deal. That's Raised a- money. Got some new uh, ad- additional lights down Main Street this year, which was yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, town was decorated very nice this year. It looked, yeah. it looked good. It almost brought back, you know, when I was a kid, they had the lights going stringing across. Uh, right. You know, the new poles, you can't do yeah. that with, but it, you almost got the same effect. Well, so but you, they had the old nostalgic... Um, ornaments right. attached right. to yeah. the pole, yeah. so right. it gave you that feel of 1970 or 60s. Right. Yeah. Here's a, here's one, Father Vincent Lambert. Yeah, there you go. Oh wow, yeah, great podcast. I was just getting ready to say something yeah. about that. That was a good one. That was a good yeah. One. There's no doubt that was one of my favorites. No doubt. Uh, I would say probably outside of what we did at down at Dant Crossing. Uh, Father Lambert was, but Dant Crossing was. I mean, that was yeah. just yeah, and, and that was. That was the whole atmosphere. We had the Bow Brothers, Absolutely. then we had Wally and Charles Dant, then we had the Batcher family. family. Yeah, and, and everything just, everything just fell together, just fell together one thing after the other down there. Yeah, right. It just turned out to be a great weekend. Um, you know, podcast aside, it just turned out to be a great weekend. But uh, but yeah, Father Lambert, that was that was, that was excellent. That was pretty intense too. It was a little <laughs> yeah, intense. Well, a little yeah. bit. 
Wow. Yeah. I think that's the quietest of four of us. I think, <laughs> I think you were at the end of the bar that time. I was, I was at the end of the bar, and yeah. I was wanting I didn't to have a, questions. Well, see, now I've somebody got a microphone there. Somebody didn't give me a microphone. Yeah, I know. So he, I he was writing me questions. I was writing him I questions. kept getting nudged and <laughs> with a note. Well, you know, I think back about that, and, and we, we were leaving that night, and Margie said that you, you were so locked on to what everything he said, and I was. I was really locked on to I, it. Yeah. But I was sitting there thinking, Mike's locked on down there. He was... Mike was intensely locked on this conversation. It was a very good conversation. Well, it, was, it was very interesting. Oh, I mean, whether or not you whether or not you believe any of it, just oh, the conversation yeah, of absolutely. it, and listening to his stories and you know the things he's seen and yeah. and done, and you know it's just it's pretty pretty neat. It's one of those moments where you like, man, that was a good conversation. It was really good. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I have a hard time not believing anything he said. Quite honestly, I mean. I grew up in the Catholic Church, you know. I, I don't think a priest would lie about that kind of stuff. So that was pretty in, intense. I mean, things that you think you only see in the movies ends up being the real McCoy. Yeah. I just wish we would have been recording after the podcast though. There's the story. So <laughs> next time, next, next time. time, we're gonna mic him up. We're gonna get the other priest up here too. Yeah, that yes. we gotta do. Yeah. That would be a fun evening. So one of the things we used to always talk about Benjamin here. Uh, the quote-unquote spirit. So after Father Vince, uh, we had absolutely for months nothing happening here until today. Until today. I noticed that today. So I don't know what's going on there. but Is that who was in the bathroom with me? That could have been. Yeah. 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 And I'm surprised he's still here if he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you need the saddle? <laughs> It, it didn't get it. It didn't get that intimate. <laughs> oh goodness! But yeah, it, it, that was the 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 oddity of it is everything had calmed down because behind me and Alan, there's right. we've got two lights. These were always we just we almost almost got used to it. You just didn't even notice it as much anymore. But it was just nothing anymore. I mean, the cat ball hasn't gone off and all the other things. Well, I, see, here's what I noticed this morning. So. The kitchen lights and fans where there's always things. So it's, well, I got up this morning and both kitchen fans were on full bore, which we didn't do. Uh, and then today I'm down here and that, that's doing it again. So I, so maybe they were just on vacation. Yeah, maybe we'll get Father Vince back here. <laughs> I have to get him back and do yeah. some official. But it was all good. So well, the Speedway, we talked about it a couple times, but yeah. that, was, that was an awesome it, podcast. It was. And there's so, still more to come with that. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we need to, we need to once, get with the... Once the um, Snow skiing season is over. We'll get with, yeah, get with the um, uh, brain freeze on the Dave Rudisell. Yeah. Well, not Dave Rudisell, but with the uh, the vocational school too, because they're yeah, working yeah. on the pure. We're working on the right. pure stock right, right now. Supposed to repair, yeah. They're supposed to come back and report on it. Yeah, so. yeah. So unfortunately, he wrecked that thing pretty bad that night. Yeah. yeah, we had already left, but so they had their work cut out for him. So I'm on the the Facebook page of Butler Tech, and I mean the next that next week they were tearing it apart. Yeah. So. She said probably towards the end of February they'd be ready to sit down and talk. So that'd be great. Have to figure that one out. So that might be a good uh, multi pod multi podcast leading into the summer how it goes and then till the first race back. Well, right, right. So Dave Rudisell, who takes care of the safety down, at, well, takes he's care the of the track promoter. Promoter, he's busy. Well, he's hoping he was going to be busy blowing snow yeah. all week, but they ended up having. He actually had New Year's Eve off. He yeah. posted. Uh, it's been so warm here that. The, perfect north hasn't been able to keep snow on the ground All right well that's getting had, ready to change yeah that's going to change they'll be blowing snow non-stop for the next two weeks here anyway yeah so it's going to be in the negatives this time next week yeah we don't even i talk can't about hardly that. wait 
Can't hardly wait. There's another thing I'd like to bring up. I mean, we talk about last year. We're coming real close to getting the year uh, anniversary of SJ coming back. Oh yeah, for the football yep. picks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's been quite the get quite the quite the uh, football phenom. Yeah, we're only a couple weeks from when he was a year be a year from when he was here last time. So. Yeah, we could have to do an update at the end of the season maybe to see where see where his picks are and what he thinks for next year and. See well, if, I know it's Seattle's not where gonna, he thought. <laughs> see if Seattle will have a new quarterback. Yeah, it's not where he thought. So. Well, I don't think he was figuring Seattle was going anywhere this year. Right, yeah. Anyway, but. Yeah. Yeah, but the answers he gives are so decisive. And oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah. How professional you know. it is he gives right, them out. Right, right. Yeah, so if you could speak, put his voice into an adult voice, you'd swear you were talking to a professional yeah. newscast, a sportscaster. So the man that everybody grew up to listening, giving football facts and figures, just passed away yeah. recently. He's John Madden. Oh, yeah. And then last, yesterday, of all oh, days, right. Betty White passes Betty away. Betty White. Uh, yeah, that was sad. That's the way to kick 2021 out the rear door. Well, yeah. I, I saw something today, and it, it, was, and it was meant in fun or whatever, but it said Betty White took – Betty White took one for us and took all the bad out in 2021 right at the end, which, I mean, look at on the – maybe on the good side. Maybe that's what it is. It's looking on the bright side that she decided she was taking it for us to help make things better. So, Yeah, she was just a few days shy of her 100th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Wow. Nuts. And she was a hoot. I mean, Wit. Oh, absolutely. Wit. I mean, I don't know when the last time I saw her. It wasn't that long ago, but still sharp as a tack. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. smart aleck remark. And she <laughs> reminds you a lot of Dolly, you know, with just a quick wit and, and being right on top of things. It was good. Good. So, <clears throat> other episodes. I mean, we've had a lot of. It's, we're, we're in the 90s with episodes, which is hard to believe. Um, How about the not so newlywed game? One of my personal favorites. Don't say that too loud. They'll be wanting yeah, to do it again. Okay, so I'll quiet down. Perfect, but not so new. That was actually, we had a lot of listener feedback for that. A lot that, of people love that. It was well, uh, it was amusing to me because a short. I've known Ruben for a long time. I've known you guys for a, a rather short time. And some of the questions, I'm, I'm riding home listening to it and i'm like come on guys i know the answer <laughs> he knows marchy better than i do <laughs> that was a fun night that was that was fun when uh, i did all those game show sounds it took me like three days to put that one together man it was fun that was a fun that was a, that was just a, a good change of pace yeah from what we normally do well i think hadn't we gotten pretty serious with a couple covid things probably about that time because that was early last year they did that I think yeah it's time to lighten it up a bit we introduced a special person to the world of podcasting too and that's Phil from Texas this year yes we uh, did you uh, know he's been on a few times Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation according to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep while 67% reported improvements in their physical function Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody from CBD pain cream to oils and more find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab tested CBD products they can be found at topsalehemp.com Use discount code 15 slash 24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. 
They've got some upcoming tastings, and let me tell you what they've got there now. These are barrel picks, one-off barrels, selected by Batesville Liquor Co. They've got Remus. They've got New Roof. They've got Makers, Mark Private Selects, and they've got Jefferson, Lee Sinclair, the Maddie Gladden, William Dalton, Bullet, and coming soon, Yellowstone. In fact, the Yellowstone release will be on December 4th at 5.30 p.m., and the Cross the Line 1524 crew will be there with you. We got to help pick it out. They've got other barrel picks coming up soon, including Jefferson's Ocean, Knob Creek, Off Hours, Ezra Brooks, and 1792. All those will be announced once they're available. Did you know at Batesville Liquor Co., you can get a case discount 10% off. You can mix and match your spirits and wine as long as it's 750 milliliter or larger. If there's a wine or spirit that you can't find while shopping there, ask them. They can special order just for you. Batesville Liquor Co. is located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or stop in at Tebby Liquor at 664 Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. You can check them out on the web or Facebook or give them a call. Batesville Liquor Co. at 812-934-3017 or Tebby Liquor, 765-647-6682. Stop into either location for some of the best liquor beer, and wine selections in southeastern Indiana. Batesville Liquor Co. and Tebby Liquors. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. Pure as can be. All natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm, proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Go bake you a cake, Jerry. tell you guys a story about that sometime. Tell us. I'll tell you, you want to hear a story about the cake? Joe and I have this great story about it. Yeah. All right. So, Joe started working with me when you were 17? 18. 18. Had to be 18. Uh, I worked for Frank's Industries, and we were in Harrison, and I headed to the facility off of Vidare Street. And Joe's Joe's a high school kid, comes in and works for me on the evenings and stuff. Well, they had a guy, we can't say last names, named Dave, right? Dave. Dave. So we had a guy named Dave. He's a bit autistic or savant or there, there maybe was, a little bit of everything. There was something going something on. Something going on there. Always carrying a book. Very read, very well-spoken kind of guy, but sort of just extremely odd. And we had a guy that um, that supervised the thermal the uh, thermal blistering, which is what Joe worked on, was where they made thermal blistering. His name was Ted. And Ted worked for me. And, um, and Joe actually reported Ted. And uh this Dave fellow would read these books and they talked about he was telling us one day and about how if you bake this certain cake that he had a recipe for and say something over it and give it to someone it would give them something bad would happen to them <laughs> a cursed cake so he, he believed let, it yeah so he believed this so Joe's work with this guy so just in case we were recording this our listeners are probably confused Joe is little chief right? Joe is little chief yes I'm sorry little chief so, oh, my cover's blown now. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> no last uh, names though. So you're he, still safe. the uh, area manager went by and the guy was packing off the end of the line where where he's working and 
he's this whole time he's telling telling everybody about this. Um, I think even Rhonda was there, right? She even heard the story too about the cake, right? Well, they, he he's standing around at the end of the line, not really doing anything, and, and Ted yells at him and you know get busy and do something. Blah blah blah. And he turns around and Ted goes, "I'm going to bake you a cake." <laughs> and, and Ted goes, "I don't want no damn cake." He goes, "I'm going to bake you too." <laughs> well, the whole time, the whole time, he's like goes up to me and he's like, "They don't see me bake me a cake." I'm like, I don't know, Ted. I have no idea. <laughs> The whole time we knew the whole story. Well, he's gonna bake him a cake and like say something bad to him. But some voodoo curse on so, it. Anytime you want to do something bad to somebody, you know what? I'm gonna bake you a cake. Bake you a cake. Yeah, bake you a cake. Yeah. Well, don't bake me no cake. Yeah, I, was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say that that cake that's back there. You didn't bring that. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you find out later. <laughs> so like voodoo dolls. Yeah. So little cheat's been around for a while. That's been 1998. 98. 98. 1998. Now who feels old at this table? Yeah. Thanks, Rube. Me. Yeah. Dude, 1971 was 52 years. Well, 51 years. Or 50 Thanks, years Dwayne. Ago now. Yeah. Thanks. I saw that, and I'm like, ah, it makes me sick. What's your point, Dwayne? <laughs> I don't know. Just just something to make you feel bad. <laughs> make you feel a little older. I don't need nothing to make me feel older. I know. No. All right. So we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, our special guest, Mike Gardner, and Little Chief, or Joe, or Joe. Or Joe. Or Joe. <laughs> so I forgot to mention one of the places, you know, when we were down in the bourbon country, we did a barrel pick with Limestone Branch for the Yellowstone bourbon. Oh, yeah. And we got the. Uh, Got to meet a gentleman named Stephen Fontaine, who is the uh, Yellowstone Bourbon Ambassador for, the le- for Limestone Branch. The legend. The legend. So <laughs> we're going to be uh, heading down to Louisville in a couple weeks to interview him one-on-one. Should be a great time. Yep. There's two things he does, a lot of smoke cigars and drink bourbon. I'm just glad we got wives that are going to get us back home and our hotel ain't far. So. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> So they're not listening. So no, thank it's all God, good. Yeah. It's all good. Of course, of course, I heard they're going somewhere too. So they may not come back. So I don't know. Stephen, I don't know how big his place is. We may be crashing at the Little Havana. Yeah, that's right. We may <laughs> be cigar the, and bourbon bar. Maybe on the floor somewhere. It's all oh good. well. He's got a couple cute pups, so we might be. You know, the pups that's might fine, be there yeah. keeping us warm. You never know. That's right. So what else did we do last year that was great? Well, I thought a really another really good one was when we talked to Ryan Patterson after the debacle of getting out of Afghanistan, but to get his his take on it of uh, what he thought, and then just recently I was listening to Mike Rowe's podcast, and I forgot to look up the gentleman's name that um, he interviewed. It's been a month or so ago, um, and he speaks about his his view on it too. And he's a quadruple amputee, and you know you'd think. If anybody could be bitter about something, it would be him. But he was—he had the same view as Ryan, pretty much. And he, he's like, "Oh my God, we did so much good. You know, we built this, and we did this, and we did this." And you know, you'd hear hear those things, you know, from somebody who could, like I said, could be bitter, could be angry. And you know, he wasn't angry, he wasn't bitter, and he was looking at the positive side of life, and he's moving on and doing things. And you know, to hear his take on it was, you know enlightening i guess too a little bit and makes my uh my view a little different 
you know looking on the outside looking in right um and any of the and that supports the the other guys and girls that came home from there that you know maybe that's the way the big largest majority feel is that they did did have a purpose and did do good so cool yeah and you know and then he talked about uh brookville on tap the event that he helped put on so right it was all good all good so we got a lot of good things to look forward to this year so yeah we're headed to see Stephen fontaine first seeing him yet this month and then a couple weeks after that we're headed to spirit of french leg see alan bischoff bishop 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 if he was bischoff he'd be perfect because he'd be alan and bischoff so it'd be almost ideal but it would be but it's it's (laughs) if you listen to my mom i'm bishop though so it doesn't matter. there you go it's It's subliminally there that's right So anything else you guys want to talk about last year or stuff we're going to do uh, this t- year? Just touch back on our, our little trip down to Key West. We uh, did a little deep sea fishing. Oh yeah, we, yes we did. Caught yes. some fish. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get a podcast done down there. We were no. just too busy, <laughs> too busy fishing and trying to figure out how to get home and, and trying how to get there and get home. Yeah. So thank you, but, uh, but yeah, it was a great trip. And, be- and because of that trip, you can get Stanger Sugar Shack Turkey now in Key West. So that's right. There's available, also that plus available in Key West, Florida. That's right. It's it's almost uh, by the coast way. To coast. I have a new place that's selling it for us. Four cases in two weeks. Bam! Sold entire rack out. Good deal. Easy stop. St. Lee in Indiana. No Mark, kidding. Mark Sturwald just Mark purchased Sturwald. the nice. man. I, shocked himself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, what's his What's his business? Easy Stop Gas Mart, I guess okay. it's called. Yeah. yeah, he sells real gasoline. It's there's no ethanol in his gasoline, so it's stuff that I should be putting in all my antique tractors. So, so is that the old one on forty six? Yeah, the one on forty six. Easy Stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah the old I stopped there a couple of times. Yeah, was. Yeah. So yeah, he gets that kind of business through there to sell that kind of. Drink. He That's also crazy. picked up U-Haul, so he's a U-Haul oh, guy now too. Oh, so good. there was wasn't a U-Haul place close. So no, right, no, no, no. and he's got big plans for it. I mean, the the station is a lot bigger. That the, the the past owners just kind of kept it going. It was yeah. there, but Mark's got big plans. There's a like a, a garage and a half bay in the back, so he's going to bring in like a mini mart type things, have stuff for people, and Good. and he knows everybody in the area. So I, I stopped you know. there a week or so ago and had a great conversation with him. And if you know Mark Stroll, he's just a great old guy. Oh yeah, it's he's just, a he's a hoot. He's full of it, but he, but that's okay. I mean, it's a perfect place for all local people and. And he had to teach me how to use the pump because you have to start it, stop it, wait two minutes, then start fill your pump. And you know, it's the old school flip lever. And but you know what? I love the fact he's out there working it, doing it himself. He's talking to you one on one. And and if you pay cash, you get a discount. Yeah. So that's something that's good. So that's a new guy trying to get a new business going. And yeah, you know, that's good. The service the community sounds like you got some foot traffic through there though. Starting. Yeah, well, I think he said was it the state workers all bunch stopped of state in there? workers stopped in and got a bunch. No kidding. So I told Dwayne this. I had somebody. I had a jerky order online order this week, and it was from somebody from Northern Ohio. And so I emailed back. I said, you know, hey, thanks for the, your order. Just out of curiosity, how'd you hear about us? Well, I listened to his podcast, Cross the Line fifteen twenty four, and you guys are advertised on there. So I guess he hadn't put two and two together. <laughs> Well, if he's listening to this podcast, maybe he will. <laughs> oh, so it's all good. But you just never know. Uh, and it's so I advertised radio station on here sometimes. And we have listeners over in England that listen to our podcast. Well, all of a sudden, the week after I advertised a radio station, 
I had listeners in England. So it, it's, there's definitely a correlation there. So then we're at 20,000 downloads? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're about 20,200 now. Yeah, good. So how many countries is this podcast in now? 38. 38 countries. <laughs> and uh, we've hit every state, I believe, now, finally. we got a lot of listeners right now in Tennessee, believe it or not. Wow. Really? It's, it's hard to determine how many it gives you by download. So you could have five new listeners, but they're listening to all 90 yeah. uh, episodes, and it adds up. So yeah. we got great listeners in New York as well. You know, and I, I like the fact, I, a couple times since we've been to the Liquor Co., I've had a couple of people walk in to me and say, hey, i got a question for you. Can you come outside for a minute? <laughs> I was like, okay. And I go outside, and they have a bottle, and they're like, will you sign this for me? Oh, really? And I signed a <laughs> oh, bottle cool. for them, and, which is pretty cool. But And I've never never talked to them. They just saw the advertisement on Facebook, and then now they're looking at that. So wow. a couple different things. I've had uh, groupies. three three do that yeah. so far. He's got some got groupies. groupies. Got groupies. Group, yeah, we'll call them groupies. Yeah, we'll call them groupies. <laughs> Have you had to sign anything other than a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but, you know, you, you think about that. There was other people that walked through and saw us oh. back in the back, and they actually went out. Always. And this one guy told me, he said, Always. well, I saw what's going on back there, but I'm not really a public guy. So I went in and, and was searching what that was. And then he went back and listened to it. And he's like, that was cool. And this one, if you signed it for me, I was like, yeah, so I did. <laughs> did you hear the answer to that question? Not yet. Not yet. That means yeah. that is a possibility. <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, you, you never, he's keep your it. options open. You know? Exactly. Hey, you just never know who's listening, man. You know, uh, <laughs> you got to do it for the public. It's, you know, you're doing it for your fans. Alan, everybody has knows. a reason they do everything. <laughs> I'm just staying off that. He's going to stay off that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So anything else you guys want to talk about this last year? Well, I know one thing we talked about once were jobs and unemployment. That isn't getting any that better. That hasn't gotten so. any better at all. I think it's actually it's getting get worse. worse. It's going to get worse still. Yeah, I, I think the situation's worse. I mean, I was in, behind a line, in line behind a gentleman paying, and he was a supervisor for a construction company, and the, the owner asked me, oh, how's things going? You know, you busy? He goes, I need 20 guys, and I'd still be busy. And I'm just sitting there well, thinking, we, we I just need one. I'll be happy if I can get one. And, and aside from that, it's the cost of things and some of these mainstay things. We all know fuels fuels substantially higher than it was over a year ago. And yeah. so I, I told you, Dwayne, the other day, I checked the price of sugar because we, we do our beekeeping. We yeah. will feed sugar water in certain times of the right. year. And make candy boards uh, to get them through winter sometimes, and and you know granulated sugar is up thirty percent. Wow! So thirty percent. Wow. So when you talk about those things, we talk about frying oil. We've talked about that in the past. Frying oil is up over double. Oh, it's crazy. Um, well, the restaurants use this stuff, you know. So the yeah. restaurants have a hard enough time. Number right. one, with their help, right? And then when their costs of their base ingredients right. and their base supplies right. are going up that high i mean it's tough yep and yep. i mean you it's tough enough costs. for for us and you know i think i can speak for this group here we've all been employed through this whole thing so we can go out and we can we can we can go out and have a meal out and we can absorb the extra cost, but I got to be honest with you. I don't think Robin and I go out as much as we did. We kind of we kind of back off either. just because yeah. it's it's more expensive, and then the menu choices are slimmer. Yes, in most of yeah. these places yes. we talk about a local place who they sustained from having 
chicken uh, wings. Chicken wings. Wings, 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 which was one of their mainstay staying items just right. because of the price of them. Robin and I went to all places, Frisch's, and for people outside of the Cincinnati area, that's like Bob's Big Boy. You know, Shoney's. Yeah. Shoney's. Yeah. Um, and we stopped down there, and walking in the door, sign on the door, no fish. What? Okay, which that's a mainstay. <laughs> their fish, oh, their fish that's sandwiches. Like, yeah, that's, that's their. Fa- yeah, do they have what? a salad bar? Or is that they all, still had? They, the, they still had the salad bar, and I think it's still. I didn't get it, but I, but but their their regular menu had been trimmed down. They didn't have certain things. They didn't have the tuna melt. They didn't have the Ooh. Swiss Miss sandwich. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Believe wow. that? That's huge. Wow. So it's well, like the fish. It's the, like the, the that was the regular menu had been trimmed down like that, wow. and then they had a sign on the door that they didn't have. The fish sandwich. Oh so it's gosh. like, wow. But uh, I mean, what we had was still good, but the choices were substantially right. slimmed right. down. You know, those type of businesses are they're up against a lot of odds. One is cost of foods and stuff, and employees, and then the shortage of employees. But not only that, they're still trying. If they're good at, it, they're still trying to make a quality product at a decent price, right. and it's so hard to do for them right now. Yeah. And they don't have a quality person to serve it. And exactly. so right. people like us, just you know what, let's just stay home and not go as much as we do. And we, you know, I know this group here. We try to support our locals no, as much we as we can, yeah, and absolutely. we tip well, and right. and we do what we can. But it's but not everybody it can do that. I mean, no, no, that's, that's right. the point is there's a lot of people not working, and not that's by, right. not all of them not by choice, right? right? Um, there's a lot of people that are they're right. not working, or they they don't make the kind of money that right. allows them to absorb that extra cost to go out for a, for a meal. Yes. Right. We were out the other day, and I was like, "We're in Cincinnati. Like, yeah, let's just drive home and eat somewhat something." You know, we are surrounded by anything you want to eat. Well, it's like, let's just go home and eat. And yeah, it's nothing to be idea. a sixty seventy dollar no meal. Right. right. Yeah, it's right. A, almost a normal anywhere anymore. Right. Right. Well, you got to look too. You go to say Frisch's. We ate at Frisch's uh, a couple months ago over in Harrison, and the girl who sat us also served us, also cooked our food, also rang us out at the end. You know, and, wow. and that is yeah, right. If you're going out for a meal, you want to be catered to, right? That's right. that's, that's why you're going out. Yeah, that's right. One of the reasons. But it's it's really easy to lose patience because you want things a certain way, but. <clears throat> they're not able to provide that right right and you've got one or two employees in the place they are out working right. you know it's, it's they showed up they showed up and yeah. it's and it may be a bad day it's probably <laughs> a lot of so bad days. Well, there's a lot of times where i i'll tell somebody i, I i'll just tell them thank you for being here absolutely yeah. You know? yeah. so there's been a couple times i will you know i have a project over on clough pike and anderson township and i'll be at the office and i'm like well i'm going to drive over there go through the wendy's drive through and I'll get a sandwich out without a bun, you know, because of the diabetic stuff. I'll get there, and the guy goes, and there's a long line. And I finally get there to, get at the, to the speaker. And he goes, please bear with me. I am the only person here today. Right. This is a Wendy's on Red Bank Road in Cincinnati, Ohio. Right. Oh, my God. One employee. Wow. And um, they're paying $15 an hour. Yeah. And how profitable for the oh, restaurant is it? What's that? How profitable is it for the restaurant? It's is not, it very profitable, it or are they losing money? They get, oh, they're losing. Because here's what happened. I don't have another 15 minutes to stay, to be in line. Right. So I said, thanks for telling me that. And I, I, you drive off. I drove off. Right. I, I can't wait 15 minutes. So, right. <clears throat> so from a business standpoint, so I ordered all my maple syrup bottles. I usually wait till February to order all those. I ordered those 
a couple weeks ago for a couple reasons. One, I needed some expenditures. And two, I was concerned about bottle shortage. So I got them, but double. The bottles are double of what they have been in past years. I didn't, and I right. shopped around. I So it's a double. My, a, a bottle is basically a buck. Time you have the bottle on the cap. So I sell my syrup for 10 bucks a bottle. So I already have a dollar of that normally is the bottle. Now $2 of it is the bottle. So then, you know, you're scratching your head. Do you raise your price this year? What do you do? So the Maple Syrup Association, Indiana Maple Syrup Association, in most cases is saying, you know, if if you've occurred the expense and at least part of it you need to pass on, or you're like me, I... I don't make a lot of money on maple syrup, especially if I figured my time in. Right. And if I paid everybody that came over and helped me. <laughs> good, uh, thing, good thing there's bourbon available. That's a good thing I'm selling jerky as well. Yeah. So if, uh, otherwise, it's a negative. But it's uh, that's on a small scale. That's happening on a, a grander scale all across the nation. Oh, I just, the other day, I went and bought some minerals from my cattle. I got beef cattle and keep minerals on stocks. So I went down and I got... I got. I, I told him. I, I told the girl I needed ten bags. She went and got the guy. He came in and he goes forty dollars. I said, "How many bags is that?" He goes, "Well, it's just one." And I went, "Oh yeah." I said, yeah. "Well, I needed ten. And, you know, so I had four hundred and by the time of tax, it was four hundred and sixty dollars for minerals. And then we start talking about cost of stuff. He goes, "Well, I can't remember the fertilizer was." He goes, two years ago, he goes, it was seven hundred. He goes, last year it was fourteen hundred. Yep. This year it's twenty eight hundred. Yep. Wow." So yeah. you imagine the farmers out there trying to plant crops where their yeah. fertilizer, you know, is doubling, not a percentage, yeah. but you know, just flat out doubling, yeah. and that's the one part of it. You know, then you've got the, you know the Roundup, all the other stuff that goes with it, fuel, getting it in the ground, and and it's just like oh my I had a goodness. large farmer come in earlier last week and uh, to get some some triple twelve and some um, lime. And I asked him, you know, is you have a hard time getting fertilizer? And he said, Oh, you can get it. And he showed me yeah. his bill. For the same amount that he bought last year for seventeen thousand was forty thousand dollars this year. Yeah, the I saw there amount. was a, there was a piece on Facebook. Facebook yeah, specifically same about yeah. that about he showed about me the, the cost of the, yeah. the herbicides and the cost uh, of the, the herbicides. Is shortage crazy. very it's big crazy. on sh- shortages on herbicides. Well, the next get here. I got the next one coming up is the def for the diesel trucks. Yeah. That's going to be the next shortage because I'm gentleman. I know his company st- is storing skids of it at his house so that they know it doesn't get stolen and disappear they know what he's got but they're afraid they're going to run out but that way they have enough in backlog right. that they can keep going to hopefully when it's going to come in so i mean that's going to be the next one it's going to shut the trucks down because if anybody doesn't know most of the newer semis and newer actually newer pickup trucks if you don't have this def in there it it knows it it warns you once it'll warn you a second time it slows you down a third time fourth time it shuts you off you're done so Here's the next thing to look forward to this summer when things get booming again. Yeah. So what is that? Is that a is that a fuel? Is that help it burn it, cleaner? It's an exhaust additive. It's yeah. to burn the exhaust system clean. It's an emission emission thing. So when you're driving down the road, it right. fires it up. It sprays this in the exhaust, superheats the converters, okay. burns out the. Yeah, I've been able to get it for two months now. That's yeah. So it's been, all these things. And you know, we we're talking about is all these things you don't think about. You know, right. you don't think about, and I think the general public doesn't think about when they see the cost of their groceries going up. Is listen, it all starts way back oh, yeah. in putting the stuff in the ground, right? Well, so. and not only that, we haven't even seen the ripple effect from this this planting season to next. Yeah, this summer. Months. Right. Oh yeah, wait till next. Yeah, this is going to affect eighteen months, twelve to eighteen yeah. months from now. Well, so. I think it's even further than that. I think we're we're using farm 
commodities now that were several years right past harvested. Yeah. So it's a couple years. It's just yeah. But they have to prorate the price right. now in order to, to justify doing it for this year. It's well, and terrible. people think these prices are temporary. This is this is permanent. Yeah. These automotive prices, the dealers have figured out the market now. They keep their their inventory low. It keeps the prices high, and they're selling. People are buying stuff, and they don't care. I mean, I don't know how everybody's buying it, but. You know, pickup trucks. Well, it'll come to a screeching halt. It will. Well, just like it did in. Yeah. It's like the housing, for a it's while. Like the housing market is the, is the same way. Sooner or later here, something's going to pop and it's, it's going to be right. ugly. But it's going to stay this way for a while. This isn't a short term gain. This is a few years. When you have run. houses in a town of Brookville, Indiana that they're selling for $400,000. Yeah. I mean, there are a three bedroom house. A three bedroom yeah. house. <laughs> right. It's, it's not 400000 yeah, It's 399000 I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, get but it right, Alan. <laughs> you, there's no math that makes that cr- no. work. There's no math. Take, take yourself not, one, town, one town further north to Laurel. You're, I, I was looking at the real estate uh, last week. Four hundred, almost $457,000 for a brick ranch. Yeah, nothing special. Nice, nice, nice on, home on nine acres. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Untillable acres. Woods. Yeah. yeah. It is useless unless you're a hunter. Yeah. Well, St. Leon, there. Well, near where I'm at, oh, yeah. they just sold um, a five acre, five acre track building lot for one hundred and sixty thousand. Blank lot. Yep. That's crazy. So wow. I'm pretty yeah. sure Jeff and I are multi-trillionaires. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I, me too. I too. to be. You're, yeah, I, you're, qua- you're a quadrillionaire. Yeah, I'm a bil- almost a billionaire. Yeah. I mean, I got yeah. 50 acres on prime land with but, all things. So, yeah. But the bottom's got to fall out. Right. Because... I'm already seeing the I'm already seeing the stops now. You can only t- tilt that scale so far till it right. flips over. That's right. Well, and the worst part, the, the other that's a permanent thing is our property taxes are next time the next assessment is going to be on what that's current right. sales current, are yeah. and because property taxes in indiana now are on real value not what it used to be right. so your neighbor's house is selling for four hundred thousand. guess what now they're your house is now worth more so they're going to tax you more that's and that exactly doesn't right. they never lower they your never taxes lower your taxes don't right. and dodie saw one yesterday a news article your taxes are going up all these things going up so she read it I don't remember the state, but they're taxing your health insurance now two and a half percent. So if you have health insurance, you're paying a tax on it to help pay for more insurance for those who don't have it. Well, that's the whole purpose. What? That's the whole purpose of what that program was supposed to be. Your higher I'm rates. On the wrong were, plan. <laughs> Me yeah. Too. Me too. But, but they're being taxed two and a half percent now on your health insurance. So not only are wow. you get, being gouged on your health insurance, they're going to tax you on top of it. Anyway, we were supposed to be having fun. How'd yeah, we get this is supposed to be a year-end review and looking forward to next Let's year. Look down the list. We're looking forward to next year. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, I, well, here I got. We'll, we'll brighten it back up. Christian Christian Roper. The what Beyond Oak Island starts next In, week. This coming week. This, this coming, coming week. Tuesday. Week. Yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah. Alan, I know you've talked to Christian a while back. Yeah, and he, he said, told me to wait on, a couple so. months. So. We'll see if something comes up there. There's a there's a bright young man that'll put yeah put things into perspective. I mean, he's twenty something. So speaking of all that, did you watch the Matty Blake special last week? Yes. Yes. So you realized the gentleman, both gentlemen we were talking to, yes. were on there. Yeah. So that's what was cool about. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw. Yeah, that. I saw that. So I'm like, Mary, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Christian. I mean, that's a kid's got his head head on straight he's he's hustling yeah I mean, he's out there making something just on on himself i mean that's 
and he and he knows what kind of shirt to wear when he's being interviewed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Had our cross the line yeah. shirt on. I'm hoping to see that on TV someday. That would be the coolest thing. That would be. That would be. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up because I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. So I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, Mike Gardner, and Little Chief. And we'll see you next time. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas gift? Maybe a side-by-side or a little ATV or a dirt bike for your kids? Well, come out to Hoosier Power Sports. We're located next to East Central High School in St. Leon, Indiana. Hoosier Power Sports is the Tri-State's largest Heisen sales and service center. We are also the Tri-State's largest Tau ATV and dirt bike sales and service center. We have plenty of units in stock for Christmas and more on the way all the time. We are offering free layaway now until Christmas with a $200 deposit. Mention this ad and receive $25 off any Tau and $100 off any new high sun. Hurry while selection is still good. Come visit us at Hoosier Power Sports in St. Leon, Indiana, located at 7892 Schumann Road, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? What's well, time for something different? Check out Hometown Radio USA, the best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. What another great evening at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with Cross the Line 1524. We'd like to thank our two special guests, Little Chief and Mike Gardner, along with their spouses who made it to Table 12. What a, It was just a fun evening all around, and uh, I'm not sure who's going to be riding with the saddle next week. As usual, we'd like to thank all of you, our listeners. Without you, we wouldn't be here. If you would, leave us a positive comment or a five-star rating on whatever app or player you use to listen to us. And if you've got a suggestion or a guest you'd like to hear, let us know. Drop us a line through Facebook, or you can email us directly at podcast at crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com. So for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line 1524. Out the door.